Welcome, beautiful, to the Wild Radiance Podcast. We are your hosts, Laura Hennings and Samira Bashout. We are spiritual gangsters, fierce adventurers, and heart-centered entrepreneurs on a mission to set your soul on fire. This podcast is made for modern-day, high-vibe, and multi-passionate women who are determined to live their sexiest and best life. We'll cover all things mindset, wellness, love, entrepreneurship, and much more. You'll walk away from each episode feeling inspired to take bold action and leveling up your personal, professional, and spiritual life. Because sky's the limit, honey. Use a queen, and you know that you deserve the best that life has to offer. Now let's get the party started and dive into this week's episode. Hello, S. How are you? Hey, Elle. Oh my gosh, it's been forever. <laughs> I know. What? Are we on episode 14 now? I know. Look at us go, girl. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of you for tackling last episode with Ashley, me with vulnerability. We are really fucking stepping it up. I love us so much. I love us so much too. Oh my God. We're like powerhouse team and we are going to be talking about actually the power of collaborations as well as balancing strategy and flow in your business, which is huge. Yes, this is actually really important things that are going on. As you know, me and Laura have, you know, been just going through life right now separately and juggling our businesses and going through dealing with socializing. So this is a great episode for all of you to give you a little secrets of how we, our strategies of how we stay in flow with business, life, relationships all together. And it all starts with a combination and blend of all things together. (laughs) It sure does. Yeah. Because if you focus too much on strategy where you want to go by the book, right? Business strategy, how you're supposed to network strategy. And it almost gives you like a rule book, which I, I think rule books are great. But if you dive too much into the strategy and following it line by line, piece by piece, and you go, 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 you can inevitably burn out, which is why me and S thought it was so important to talk about flow, just flowing it. In alignment, just flow with ease, with grace, the goddess power and energy. And it all starts within yourself here. And that's the big key here always. We always choose us, choose me. That's the lining here. And what's kind of fun about that is it goes in collaboration of life. Who are you strategizing with? Who are you teaming up with? with. So we're going to dive here into the power of a power partner, going into the strategy of your collaboration alliances. And this is fun because as you know, me and Al are entrepreneurs. And as, as entrepreneurs, you think that we're doing things alone. No, we're, we have each other, we have others. And it's amazing the synergy that is available when you're collaborating and when you're aligned with others. And another word for this is is a fusion market. So now you're, yes, exactly. The fusion market within your business. You can take this to the next level because things are possible when you're able to collaborate and fuel with one another. Yeah. It's super important to choose or to have the people choose you. It has to be synergetic. Like you need to choose each other because I have times in the past where I went into a business. I almost went into a business with someone and My mom was like, Laura, be careful. It's like, you guys are married. Like, not only are you getting married, but like, 
especially when you're sharing a business or have a partner, you're married to the money too. So we, me and us are going to touch upon some really important topics and just like guidelines on choosing that power partner and who they embody and how the synergy should be between you two. Exactly. Cause it all starts with agreement. So when you're in this new partnership, this new strategy flow with somebody, you have to come up with agreements. You want to, you don't want to work harder. You want to work smarter. So when you're in these power partner business style, these are someone that you're choosing that's in a similar target market as you, but they're not your competitor. They're someone that's a little bit outside of you. So a little fun example is a graphic designer. You can have a graphic designer team up with a printing company because someone's always printing something and they're going to need help designing it. You got to think a little bit outside of who you can team up with that can fuel both each other and that you're able to share some type of like mailing list, some type of communication because communication is key here on getting these agreements in line. And while we're getting to these agreements that me and Laura are about to dive into right now, um, it's fun ways to incorporate this into your life and to really strategize who your power partner is. Yes. It's crucial that it is a win-win situation. It's not like a give and take, give it. Well, is it a give and take? Maybe it's like, yeah, because it's- a little bit, but you know, you want to receive at the same time you're receiving and you're giving, receiving and giving. So exactly. it shouldn't be more than the other. No, definitely not. It's about that win-win and you need to come in it with like, I'm here to help you it's like, this is go time and having those agreements in place. Like I know in the online space, like especially the coaching world, when you go into a collaboration, whether you're going live, you're on each other's podcasts, there are contracts that protect you just to make sure you're on the right path. And I'm going to be collaborating with Nina, the lawyer coming up and Nina, she's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The lawyer, she's like the online female lawyer for the badass entrepreneurs. And she says like, it is important whether you're going in a business with someone, whether you're having someone come into your show or whatever it may be, it is really important to have some sort of agreement and contract in place to protect you and just to make sure you're both on the right page, on the same page. Exactly. The verbiage and communication and holding yourself accountable. All of those things are really important when you're defining who your power partner is. You can actually have more than one power partner. In my industry as an event architect, event producer, I actually link up with many different power partners because I'm facilitating a service that is full circled, meaning a caterer, a photographer. I also have, you know, outside entertainment talent. So you're teaming up with many aspects that's going to fuel each other and you're constantly going, 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 but you have to remember one or the other may have more clients than you. They may have more prospects. They may have more demands and more needs for their service. That doesn't mean that that's lessening you. You just have to utilize your flow of strategy and keep planting it in other directions that, uh, you know, that helps you. And it's also important when you go into collaborations and you're fusing your strategy and flow that you act from a place of abundance. And the space is so loud, whether you're, you're in the design space, whether you're in the online coaching space, social media, it's so loud. And it's so important for you to kind of tunnel vision where you're at, quiet the noise, and just know that this is your jam. 
this is a place of abundance. More clients are on your way to you. Yes, there's a bit of competition, but what they're doing, you need to just focus on you. And that's going to help you so much, especially when you're feeling like comparison mode seeping in, right? Like, oh my gosh, you're doing so much better than me. Just focus on your flow, tunnel vision that. <laughs> exactly. Because competition's actually healthy. You want a little competition out in True. the world because that means you got to change things up, be a little bit different, go a little bit bolder. And it's so exciting because we have some fun ways to incorporate fusing strategy agreements slash, you know, the power of collaboration. And the first one, as we mentioned earlier, is define your power partner. And a power partner is someone who has a similar perspective as you and who could benefit from the same type of perspective, but isn't in the same business. So as we mentioned, there's different things of like a realtor and a mortgage broker. You have a networker and an entrepreneur. You have a massage therapist and a chiropractor. These are just some broad spectrums of what we're talking about, of what powerhouse partners look like. Yeah. And if you're in the online coaching space as well, this can look like coaches from different industries collaborating. Like maybe you have one that's a mindset coach and one that's a business coach. And while they share similar, while they share similar audiences, it's not like they're direct competition with each other. So Mm -hmm. As in say, exactly. Like I have many different healers in a sense of like spiritual healers that help me heal myself emotionally. I have a connection with a lifestyle coach that helps me. And it's all these different elements that are fueling you to get you to your potential. And it's nothing about a competition or seeing who's better or not. You have to trust your instinct on what you're needing for yourself to get you to that highest boldest vision. Yeah. It's actually the opposite of competition. I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? It's collaboration mm -hmm. to yeah. beat the competition. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. just... two is better than one. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Amazing. So what's our second point, Samira? What's our second point when we're incorporating the power of collaborations? What do we need to keep a lookout for? So we need to figure out with your power partner what your offer will be. So this is something that's interesting. It's not like, okay, let's be partners. Let me offer you, you know, this whole new service just for you. No, it's more like it's a type of discount, an arrangement that's happening here. So maybe an example is if you are a massage therapist, they may offer like a free midday to their office or they're going to offer you a break time at their chiropractor. Like for instance, for me, for my specific partners, there are specific months that I know that are slow that I give them about 30% off of my service because I know it's slow in these seasons and because I'm in the event, I know what my busy seasons are. I know when it's not. And for them, it's busier for me. So I'm going to want to fuel them and still work at the same time. So there are these little discounts and agreements that you figure out with your power partner that you offer to each other because it's a balance. Yeah, it is. And this can also work in the form of referrals, right? If mm -hmm. someone refers you to someone or if two people are working together, if you refer them to their program, say they get like a 10% commission, 
So that's also another great way that you can set up some sort of collaboration by not directly working together, but having some sort of referral system in place where you can almost just like make residual income. Totally. I'm all about referral system. <laughs> Big uh, residual over here. And I agree to that. And that's okay to have. And these are like small contracts that have in play. They can be tweaked. They can be customized to each partner. Doesn't have to be something set in stone. Be flexible. Be open. Be honest. Don't short yourself for anyone. Just be truthful. And when you're coming up with these. So this actually goes into number three, writing up a general letter of agreement. It doesn't have to be a legal document. It doesn't have to be anything that's notarized. This is just a write-up. You know, you can write it on Google Docs, anything, just something outlining a specific structure that's holding both of you accountable with show, ensuring that there's no lack of communication and nothing was missed here. Yeah. Um, can you think of an example for that? Yeah, of course, all the time. So um, a specific agreement that I have. So I have talent that come on event sites for me. I have violinists. I have contortionists. I have many different fun acts and they are white labeled under my brand, under a bash out creation. So when they are with me, there's a contract in play that they represent a bash out creation at all times. So if someone comes to them, I'm like, oh my God, I love you. Your, your sound is great. I want to hire you for my event. They don't just say, okay, great. Here's my business card. Here's me. They say, this is wonderful. I will connect you with Samira because Samira actually handles all the booking in this. There's a, there's an underlining agreement between you and your partner and they're aware of that. So now it's coming right back full circle to me as we are both aware that when someone wants to book them and hire them, they come to me because it's white labeled under my brand and it's not dismissing them. It's not discrediting their talent. It's, it's something that they're contracted in and it's okay to be subcontracted in a different company in a different form. You're still getting credit. You're still being showed. You're still displaying your talents and you're still getting paid. So it's one of those like prime examples right there. Amazing. I love it. Yes. Yes. And then it goes down to the next one, which is be responsive to any response. And this is a key one right here. So you want to fulfill the offers. So as I was just mentioning, I'm giving out a discounted rate for the month of February because February is a slower period for events. It's yes, Valentine's Day month. However, there isn't much going on. So I'm discounting a rate. With this response, I might get some inquiries that don't actually really apply for me, but they may apply to my supplier partners, to my power partners. So I'm gonna forward it to them. I'm not gonna dismiss these opportunities. I'm gonna pass it along. And when you pass it along, it goes into the referral, you know, right back to me. I just referred it. Here you go. Take it over. I got trust into you. It'll come right back. And that's what I mean of be responsive, be on the lookout. Don't dismiss any kind of opportunity because when you follow up and the attention is there, it'll convert these prospects into paying customers because now you're navigating and guiding them and sharing these leads out there. Yeah. You got to keep an open communication and just know that your leads are everywhere. And even if they don't convert now, keep that open mind because they can later. And I really do think the key to converting someone is to really establishing that genuine connection first. 
Yes, persistence is key. I actually pursued a client, I'm not kidding, for three years until they finally gave me a chance. Something went down with their last producer, you know, shit hit the fan, and I just kept calling them, seeing how they're doing, see how the last event went. I just kept opening up communication, and I just kept going until one day, okay, Smear, it's something small, but like, I'm going to throw it at you great. I'm going to put in a thousand percent in this. And now they're one of the largest clients that I have. And that's Daybreakers. Like this is one of the largest festivals that I love dealing with. And like, how exciting is that, that now I'm their go-to in LA? Like how rewarding is that? I pursued you for three years, super grateful. I'm happy to keep in contact. And now we get to be partners like heck yeah. (laughs) And we cannot wait for Daybreakers to come back. You're going to be in full action. I actually haven't been to one yet. Like I've had so many opportunities to go and I'm dying to go. I know there's one in San Diego. There's Mm -hmm. a huge one. There's a huge one in San Francisco. I think that's the original, right? Original San Francisco. They branched out in New York and LA and San Diego. These are the main four hubs and they're incredible. I've only done the LA um, events, but I'm, I'm so open to expanding and they're doing virtual stuff now, which is exciting. So the next live one, Laura, next year, girl, me and you get ready. I know. I want to get all those crazy outfits on and just freaking run through the streets like a, like a crazy woman. Yeah, like crazy wild, wild woman. You're wild radiant. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I love the concept of like collaborations, protecting yourself with that, and the whole concept of really nurturing them, right? Like even if they say no, it doesn't mean not now. Like nurture that, nurture that relationship. And down the road, if you really want it enough, you'll find a way to make it happen. Exactly. The connection will be there because like we talked about, it's all about synergy, the synergy that you're giving off, what you're doing. I'm not talking about persistence. Like I'm calling them once a week, give some air, give some time, breathe, like let it marinate. I love that. Marinate. Now it's making me hungry. (laughs) So I love that. Let's go ahead and dive into strategy. So when me and us are talking about strategy, it really is that plan of action or policy policy that's designed to achieve a major overall aim in your business or whatever goal that you have set for yourself, whether you need to hit metrics, you need to excel, and it's oftentimes proven systems that work and are implemented. So for example, like say you want Tony Robbins to be your coach, like he's got proven fucking systems that Mm -hmm. sell. He's got strategies that if you incorporate, it's like, hell yeah, he has them. It's almost like stamped, like that is going to work. That's a lot of what strategy is. It's like a proven system or a guide work, guideline in your business, in your life. Like this is going to get me from A to B and I know the steps to get me there. Exactly. You got to set some goals here with these strategies that you're implementing because you want it to work. You don't want to work against yourself. You want it to be a success. Yes. So strategy, as we talked about, can also be collaborations, right? Having collaborations as a marketing strategy for you to get your name and your brand out there. That is a part of a strategy, but I would also argue that it's a bit of flow, right? Cause you're flowing with that person. A thousand percent. When I launched my business, um, like officially I rebranded it, redid it. I've been in, you know, Which is I amazing. did a launch party. 
Yeah, exactly. I did a launch party. I brought in all my supplier partners, all the prospects. I linked them all up in the same room, did the marketing, came up with a fun strategy. And you know what? I executed it with ease and grace because I had so much support. And the way this strategy just flowed, it really became a proven system of success. Yeah. And very proud of the outcome of where, it, of where it's taken me. Yeah, beautiful. So strategy can also look like in the form of funnels when you have online sales funnels that filter into your programs, also having automation set up, having launch plans, which I just crushed a launch. And one of my strategies was to go to Mexico. And that was so I could tap into my flow because I was getting so overwhelmed with the strategy component. Like, oh my God, like what's right? What's wrong? What's the strategy to launch? And I'm like, you know what? I need to flow it more because I am on the verge of burnout so my strategy was actually flow, balancing that flow. And that's what gave me the results I wanted. Sometimes you need to tweak it, right? Sometimes you don't need to go by the book. Sometimes you just need to flow it and have that as your strategy as well. Thousand percent. You really need to trust what direction you need for yourself to maximize the outcome here. Because as Laura was saying, your strategy is going to change and that's okay. You may have an idea. Like when I did my launch, uh, relaunch, I had a vision. My vision kept changing every week, even on the night of it. And I just trusted that this was the new way to get me there because while you're going through your strategies, you're talking about it out loud. You're getting people involved as you should. Okay. You should be getting people involved, talking about it, seeing, you know, of course we all want to have the answers ourselves, but the key here is to not do this alone. So you want to be able to talk about it, get it, get this ignited energy out to, so that the strategy is, is a solid plan. Yeah. A plan with the openness. I, I, I'll, say it like this, like it's a, you're having a plan to set you up, to keep you directed, but also stay open to the opportunities. Like maybe there's something else that fits and sometimes you tweak it. Like say you want to promote your business and you go live and you go live a lot. And then you're like, shit, like I knew I wanted to stay live for a while, but maybe I'll pivot into like podcasting. Right. So yeah. it's, everything's a progression from that. And Business strategies, especially when it comes to like marketing and sales, it's made to set you up for success for months, for the years to come. And a lot of us will learn from the experts, will hire coaches, but also you need to remember that you need to do what's best for you and that you need to work from alignment. So say there's a big business coach guru that says, this is the way, but you do it, you lean in, you're like, this isn't me. It is more than okay to segue out of it. And that's where flow comes in. You need to honor your preferences and always work from alignment. Exactly. Because as she was saying, it's going to change. So like, how does all of this flow? What is the flow structure and the process, you know? And that's what's interesting is we're going to dive into these elements that we talk about within flow. And, you know, a little personal story here going into the flow is shifting your your business plan. Each year, you should be having a new 
type of business plan, which is why I've rebranded myself, rechanged things because each year the demand in the event world has changed. I want to be with the trends. I want to be with the times. So I have to readjust my strategy each year, each quarter, each month. And that comes within the flow of embodiment, of embodying what is happening around me, how, what feels good, what needs to take in place for this alignment so that my business can be afloat. And that's all what we're getting into is so how does all of this flow? And I love it because we, you know, I get so excited as you can hear, I'm like freaking stoked. I'm like, ah, I'm flowing, I'm flowing. She's flowing again. Flowing again, everyone. Yeah. People could take that in many ways. Seriously. And that's where it all comes from is it's just, it's honestly just trusting the alignment of what's going on within your business, within yourself, within who's around you and who you are including in this process. Yeah. And just asking yourself, incorporating those check-ins, like, does this feel good? Does this feel good to me? I know there's a lot of other people in this space that are doing that and are doing this, and maybe I should do that, but does that feel good to me? If that's a fuck yes, do it. If it's a, maybe I'm kind of scared though, do it anyways. If it's like a fuck no, and your inner compass says that, then stay your course, right? you'll know when it's a fuck now, like you'll feel it and you're going to make some excuses around it. So like, just don't do it all together. And you know, what's actually helped me, Laura, is creating a survey, randomly creating one of those online surveys and just sending it out to friends, family, and just asking them random questions of like, what do they want to see more? If I were to put this out, what would be a takeaway from that? And just kind of throwing out just random things and seeing what comes back to you as feedback. And that's also, a good flow structure is you're flowing out ideas. You're flowing out what is possible. And you're trying to navigate how this is going to flow into your life, how this is going to be in a full circle of alignment for you. And it's okay to just, you know, go a little wild and throw yourself out there a little bit. Ask, ask, just, just ask around, see what people are vibing on. It's kind of like doing market research, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, what do they need? how can I be of support? And my coach a couple months ago, she told me she doesn't even do market research, which was like totally different from everything we've ever heard. Right. Because when you're about to launch a program or you're about to have like a, an event, sometimes you want to do your market research and be like, how can I deliver? But her answer was, doesn't matter about the market research, just flow it. So those are two schools of thought, which I like to integrate both. Right. It's like strategy and flow. Like Yes, ask people, like throw it out there, throw a fishing line out there. Just kind of like you're saying, doing the surveys, like asking, hey, what do you need the most of? Like, how can I be of support? Or just throwing your ideas out there. And then also just saying, fuck it. Like, I'm going to do it anyways. I don't care what people say. And then just like finding a way to integrate those and just making it your own. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Trust yourself. That's what we're trying to tell you. You know what is best for your business, for yourself and what you're doing. Trust that. Believe in that. You're the entrepreneur. You're the CEO. You're the boss, babe. You're doing it. I see you. Keep doing it and trust this. So it goes down to the next thing about the flow is clarifying a goal and getting immediate feedback from that, you know, because every action, success or failure is immediate immediately perceived. You'll know right away if it's working or not working. Yeah. And that's a concept of 
there's no such thing as failure, only feedback, right? And I mm-hmm. think that's such a huge thing for us to remember, especially as we start putting ourselves out there more and maybe taking more steps in our business. Just know as you're leaning in, this is the reframe, no such thing as failure, only feedback and progression. Even if it's a perceived like, oh, I feel like I took a couple steps back or a lot of steps back, just know, have trust that it's going to catapult you even more forward than before. Exactly. And it goes back into not comparing of your path to other people's path, like not going in this like sabotage mindset of like, I'm not at the level that I need to be at yet. No, you're at the steady pace that you need to be. So like be kind through this process because this is what's important. You, you're not behind because who's rushing you? You are the one that's in control of your time, your goals, your flow and your strategy. AKA you're the fucking boss. Uh-huh, <laughs> you're the fucking CEO, honey. And <laughs> I do, I do like that. So you get clarity of your goals and that really demands focus, right? A high level of concentration. And for some people like me, where it's shiny object syndrome, you're like, Ooh, that I want to do that. Oh, this, that, <laughs> this, that. So while it is good to be open, you sometimes need to bring that monkey brain down and just really go all in and focus on that one thing that will move the needle most forward for you. Right. <laughs> oh my God. You, you've nailed it. I definitely have this sign, uh, shiny object syndrome. I have like ADHD that I've never been diagnosed with that. I feel that I just like have ADHD and I'm just one of those like squirrel. What's that? What's that? Like looking at all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh girl, take a deep breath. Let's go back. Like take a deep breath. What's on your calendar. What are you doing? What were you supposed to be doing right now? Cause like, that's what we need to be doing. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I don't know if any of you use Google calendar out there, but that has been so fucking huge for me. And just, I'll set up like my calls ahead of time or like my coaching calls and I'll label them different colors. So I'll know that the red is for my program, blues for collaborations, and then another one for podcasts. And then I'll actually block off a big chunk of time that just says flow, whatever that means. Right. So it's like having your calendar, but then also it's literally marked on your calendar, but you flow it. So that's something where I feel like we could all incorporate. And that's a good suggestion for all of you out there. If you want to find that balance. No, it's a great way. That's such a great way to keep your concentration level up. So as we're talking about getting distracted, going through the day and wanting to do other things and procrastinating, I actually use a CRM system, which is a client relationship management system called uh, Zoho. And it's almost similar to a Google Calendar, except it allows me, it gives me reminders, but with emails already. So like I'm getting these email reminders, I'm getting a calendar reminder. I'm able to call through the system. I'm able to generate um, already prepared draft emails in there that are already saved. So it saves me a lot of time because I am a more go, go, go like person. So time management is really important for me. So being concentrated on that level, going through my day, it's nice to have these operating systems that make my life easier. So utilize the tools that you have in front of you to keep your concentration level up. Feel, fuel yourself through these types of processes that's going to really help you. Yeah. It's also really good for accountability too, just on so many levels, the productivity, the accountability, so use those CRMs. Um, which one did you use? Zoho? It's What's called it? Zoho. It's Z-O-H-O. Zoho. Z-O-H-O. And I know yeah. there's also 
Asana and Zendesk. So there's a lot of other CRMs out there that are made to help you and stay organized. So keep exactly. those on your list. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All balance, which Laura's about to tap into right now, balance between skills and the challenge. <laughs> yes, yes. So oftentimes when we're embracing challenges, whether it's our personal life or our business or just like our next big thing, we want the challenges to be big enough that motivates us and gets us out of our comfort zone. But then there is such thing as too much, such as overwhelming and shocking your system, right? Like if I want to say I want $500 million by tomorrow, like, and I was pressured to do that, I would probably freak the fuck out. But if I give myself a timeline, that is something that I can work with. So another thing with flow is just balancing the skills and the challenges. So find that synergy of the rest and the do. So it's almost like balancing the masculine and feminine energy in the business life. It's like masculine, I'm going to flow. I'm in hustle mode, feminine energy. I'm going to surrender, release, just trust that the universe are bringing my clients, whatever it may be. And just know that there are moments where hustle is important, but it's just as important to incorporate those moments of silence, decompression, and just moments where you can chill, right? Mm -hmm, exactly. Because there are moments when things are too much and there are moments when things are too little. So where is this balance that's occurring within your flow? Are you diving into the too much where you are overwhelmed and it's just too, you just, it's just hurting you, stressing you out, or it's too little and you have so much time on your hands, you don't know how to fill it up and you're wondering what's happening and why you're not receiving anything because, you know, you're just, you think you're putting in time and energy, but you're really, that's just actually too little effort. So there's that kind of weird balance within the flow that occurs between these things. And it's how you're finding what to do with it. Yeah, exactly. I love that. And also another way you can put it is your input versus, versus your output, balancing that. So input is when you're learning, you're digesting information. You could be listening to our awesome podcast, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> woo! like learning, reading, watching a webinar course. So that's input where you're having information come to you. And that's a little less active on your part. And then you have your output, which is when you are in creation mode, you're creating content, you're putting a program together, you're running an event. So it really is important to balance the two because I'll tell you why too much output can lead to burnout. If you are just mm -hmm. in constant creation mode, like you're crushing it and you don't have much time to like sit and really input, whether it's like a flow, whether it's like giving self time for self care or meditation, you need to really take a step back when you feel you're doing too much. And that's when you're in too much output and you need to really filter back into the input, which is either learning relaxing, whatever it may be. It's so healthy for this input. Like I do this with clients a lot where we have the ideation process. I love coming up with new ideas, solutions, going through problems and talking out what we're going to do next for the event itself before we actually do the output. It's a really big strategy process that I help clients go through that a lot of them don't think about. They don't think about the outside, you know, hiccups that could happen. They don't think about a lot of key elements and that's all with in the input of this subject of this topic and then we're ready for this output phase and so a lot of people like to rush it don't rush it if you have to go back and go back to input do that put in more ideas put in more um 
collaboration, people that it's going to make it better and then go full force so that you aren't burning yourself. Like Laura had just mentioned, learning all of these things is key here. It's pretty big and it's kind of great because then that tops into the feeling of control and it's not like controlling the situation. So you're characterized by flow of action. It's not, you know, so your control is a flow of a state of security, a state of relaxation. So it's kind of like saying like your control without controlling. So you're in control mentally of what is happening in the situation. You're not physically in control. You're in control mentally and you're able to check in and out and navigating what is right, what is wrong and what you need to do to change things up. Yeah, that is flow where you feel like total empowered, like I'm in control, but I'm not controlling. It's it's a weird inception of the word control, which I love. I think it's super playful and it's just like such a powerful statement. Like I'm trusting the process. I'm still in control of me. I'm still in control of like my thoughts and how I react. I'm leaning in, but I am open to just like releasing control at the same time. So it's like, I love that interplay, Samira. I like how yeah, you touch it's a upon very that. peaceful, like state of mind in a sense. And as I think you've mentioned this, Laura, it's how we manifest things. You're in this flow state of control, how you're feeling, where you're diving, where you're navigating. And that's where this all comes from and tuning in for yourself and allowing the universe take over here. Yeah. And that's when the effortlessness comes, right? That's yeah. where you're able to balance flexibility and ease and just everything works harmoniously and effortlessly. And if you are on the other side saying to yourself, I don't even know when that is like, when is the flow going to come to me? I feel like I've just been hitting a fucking wall, honey, me and S will tell you that's where you need to take a deep breath and you kind of need to surrender whatever that means, like stepping away from it for a day or just like, I'm doing this to my hands, kind of like brushing it off, like take a step back there gets to a point if you're hitting a wall, there's power in just taking a step back, right? No point of going through a wall when it's <laughs> when it's not going anywhere. You're going nowhere. You're literally at the wall. You're facing a wall with no direction. So you're in this blockage. And the only way to get out of it is taking a step back, being in control of yourself and telling yourself you need a break, telling yourself you need clearing, telling yourself like this is time for me to breathe. Maybe I need my best girlfriend over for some wine to clear my damn head. And that's what you need. Then do it. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe flow means drinking wine. Let the wine flow. <laughs> Always. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So basically we're saying to tap into the effortlessness, invite over your girls and have the best bottle of wine. Yes. Love it. Honestly, like all jokes aside, that is a great way. So honestly, I get so fueled <laughs> that way. Like I'm not going to lie. Some creativity just starts coming up out of that because I was able to mentally check out. Yeah. Checking out is huge. And me and us are really open. Like if we need weeks where we just need to like decompress, as you know, like sometimes we switch off podcast episodes and that's us honoring one another's and each other's flow, just like honoring it. So when you need to take a step back, when you need to take a break, or you're just like in the flow, doing something else in your life, like whether it's going to Joshua tree or Mexico or whatever it is, consider those flow, like taking a vacation physically, mentally, whatever it may be. So that is flow for you. 
Yes, exactly. So after all this effortlessness is happening, there's an altered perspective. Um, sorry, there's an alternative perception of time, the timelessness of everything. You know, it's it's a deep flow state of one's perception of time is on hold, which is kind of funny about this because when you are in this alternative perception, time is of the essence at this point. You don't know what time is. You could be in so big of a flow and you've been flowing for like two, three hours, but you thought it's been like 10 minutes or 15 minutes and you're just like, holy smokes, where did the time go? I've just been in flow and doing all these things and I'm so fueled, like what happened? Or you could be in that state of mind where you're stumped and it's been, um, you know, it's been like 10 minutes and you're already over it and it felt like it's been an hour and you don't know what the hell you're doing. So like there is this really beautiful way of timeless um, effort into your flow. Yeah. And when you feel like, I love that saying, it felt like time stood still, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, or you're just like, where the fuck did time go? And I'm, we are telling you right now, when you find that activity where you feel like time stands still, you can't get enough. That is your zone of genius. That is your zone of magic. So for example, let's translate this in your business. Say there's a certain aspect you love, like me and us are like in creation mode. We love being creators, we're visionaries. But for me personally, like backend stuff, like when I have to set up like email lists and like all the accounting and the design stuff, I'm like, oh my God, like this is not it. So I outsource that. But for example, we're in our flow. We're creating our content and we're building our business. That's our zone of magic. It feels like time stands still. It feels like we just want to go all in on that. And that is your zone of magic. That's how you know you found it. Exactly. You talk about the genius process of your flow. Where is this magic coming from? Where is the creation going in? And it's so funny. Yeah, I hate those tedious admin things that I need to do. And I do hire somebody else to do that because a lot of my magic effort and my magic zone is creation. And it's okay to delegate things. It's okay to pass things along because you know what's serving you at your highest peak. You are the one that's able to create this thing that you're doing and you're fueling it and you're fueling it with the flow. So don't be shy or timid to task other people with other objects or things to do to get you in this timeless effort. There are moments where I'm actually in so much flow and I'm at home and I'm creating, I got music going. Sometimes I take a break to dance for a second, to shake things off because I feel like more is coming through. Five hours pass by, my phone's blown up, people are trying to reach me. I don't feel bad about it because I just came up with this most brilliant freaking concept because I was able to take that time for myself and to do that. And of course, they're going to understand because whatever I'm creating benefits the world. So like all these things that are coming from, you have to just trust yourself here and go through this flow of what is guiding you. Listen to it. Yeah. And it's almost like that is the CEO when you're hiring help, you're delegating the stuff. You're like, oh my gosh, like I need help with this. That keeps you in the flow. That keeps you in your zone of genius. And as S said, like it frees up time for you to focus on the things that matter, that will move the needle most forward for your personal development and inevitably your business. It frees up the time and that's where you really shine. And this is what we love doing. We love supporting all of you women in your personal development journeys and your businesses. And we know that you've got so much away, like you've really digested all the information we've been telling you and find ways to fuse that into your own life. 
strategy flow, masculine energy, hustle, go, and chill. All the yes. things. Hashtag all, all the things. Hashtag all the things. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's a vibe. It's a real vibe, a vibe. that's going on right here. And we cre- we we literally create these episodes all for you guys, all for you ladies. We come up with this to see which week, well, how are we going to fuel you the most? How are we going to come up with some great concepts that's going to keep you going during a pandemic? We want you to be able to use your brain more and more every day because we got your back. We really want you to succeed and we're seeing it. We're reading all your successes and we're going through it. And it's amazing because Laura has her goddess 2.0 master class that is fucking booming girl and I'm hearing so much good feedback I wish I was able to join it this time around I'm definitely going to be it in the next flow it wasn't aligned for me and that's okay to own up to what what serves you and what doesn't serve you in these moments yeah 2.0 the two unleash the 2.0 goddess mastermind has been fucking going off it's we have 14 beautiful women in it and the energy is just so high vibe and I made it clear from the get-go, the women that I want in it, there's a vetting process. I want to make sure that we keep this container like high vibe. And obviously like someone like Samira or like all of you listeners out there, like you are all high vibe. You are already in the sisterhood and just, it is such an honor for us to keep serving you and we'll continue to do so. So we're going to flow it, sister. Hell yes, we are. And that goes into tying it all together about your power partners and alliances and combining and collaborating and finding the right strategies and flows into your life. So this has been an absolute honor. And just always remember, ladies, that alignment and integrity always comes first. Whether it's any personal business pursuit, just know that always act from alignment, honor your flow. You can still utilize those strategies to keep you organized, confident, just to give you some sort of roadmap. But at the end of the day, it all comes from within. It all comes from your heart and really honoring your heart and what feels good. Yes. I honor you, Laura. I honor all you women that are listening to us today. And I really show up with my integrity and my love and my soul. And I am just here to be a shining light. And I know Laura is too, because she's beaming so bright right now. And I can feel her energy just through the camera and that we just love you guys. Just stay strong, get this going, feel fueled today, take some bold action, take a change, do some, do something for yourself. Do something crazy. Do something crazy. What? <laughs> okay, we are going to do our sign off right because the last couple times we're like, whoa, what are we? We're going to do it. Ready? Three, two, one. Ciao, Ciao for, for now, now, beautiful, beautiful soul. <laughs> we got this. Thanks for tuning in to the Wild Radiance podcast. We hope that you walked away from this episode feeling wildly inspired and confident to take on the world. It would mean the world to us if we heard from you. Please take a quick minute to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. We love hearing your biggest aha moments so that we can continue creating valuable and super fuego content curated just for you. You can also find us on Instagram at Wild Radiance Podcast and hang out with us in our exclusive Facebook group, Wild Radiance Tribe. Ciao Ciao for now, now, beautiful soul. soul.